Welcome back. i got a question for you here in a minute. Just an FYI. Hey, happy Thursday. Trivia night tonight. Uh, they're giving away some Bucks tickets and Admirals tickets uh, this evening. So uh, they're going to be testing your knowledge. Trivia night tonight out of Curly's Waterfront Sports Bar and Grill on Pewaukee Lake. So if you're looking for something to do, it is trivia night. Curly's Waterfront Sports Bar and Grill and, and uh, some Bucks tickets and Admirals tickets are on the line tonight. Section 102, by the way, for the Milwaukee Bucks. So if you're looking for uh, maybe to score some tickets, some good food, and a lot of fun, Curly's Waterfront Pub and Grill. I got a question for you. Um, the uh, and, and Tyler Wall is going to be the uh, senior honor tonight for senior night. And Ebo and I, you're go- we're going back and forth during the break. So it's senior night. You, you have the parents. You do the walk. You get the wave. But he still has a year of eligibility. Now, I know he hasn't said he's coming back, but – do you do you still have the senior night? Isn't that a little awkward? Suppose he comes back. Do you do the senior night again next year? Just throwing it out there. A little weird. Don't you then have to ask the question? You know, hey, Tyler, have you decided to come back? Because you just got the senior night. You got the walk. You got the wave. Mom gets the roses. All that kind of stuff. Coach gives you a hug. Tells him how much you, I love you. I'm going to miss you. And then the next day you're like, nah, I'm coming back. Okay. Just I'm just, <laughs> just a weird scenario. It's a goofy circumstance. Don't you think you would ask him before, Evo? Would, wouldn't you say, you know, hey, have you thought about next year? Are you coming back? Ah, we'll put senior night off until next year then. It's like, uh, I don't know if the analogy applies, but you go to an all-you-can-eat buffet, do you keep going up for more plates? Yeah, maybe. You're, you're right? there. You might as well. Did, did, you go to yeah. the, did you go to prom twice? I don't know. Oh, I went to proms like crazy. Yeah, yeah I went to prom I twice. <laughs> yeah. Why yeah, not two I'll, senior I'll, nights? I mean, you're you're right? there. Right? I yeah, he's he's yeah, I I I guess if I'm him, I'd do it. Does mom come again? Yeah, well, that's I mean, just the question. You know, do you bring the rest of the family after that? Do you start just rotating through brothers and sisters <laughs> and such or something? You know, I mean it's a fair question. Like what do you do you do it right? again? I it's just I you really haven't had to you really haven't had to do this, I guess, much in the past. I mean, not that we really paid attention to, but because of the COVID rule, you get another bite at the apple. So uh, I I guess I, <laughs> that's a it's a fair question. I, d- I never thought of that until you asked me. It's like, do, do you yeah. do senior night twice? Did like what do you do? Yeah, weird dude, man. Uh, Lucas says, "Hey, unit. A lot of my friends bash Coach Guard. I get it's hard to recruit for Scotty, but." Coach can't put the ball in a hoop. Seven minute stretches of not scoring at all is not the coach's fault, or is my opinion mistaken? Thanks, uh, love the show. No, you're you're right. <laughs> now the argument is, well, he can't recruit shooters. When when you know if guys are taking shots and they're not making shots, and it's consistent throughout a season, then uh, people go from hey a team went cold to hey you recruited a bunch of guys who can't you know hit water if they fell out of a boat. That's what happens. So regardless of whether or not it's the player's fault, and maybe the players in practice, they're hitting shots from everywhere, right? But come game time, they're not doing it. Um, then, then certainly it's the player's fault, right? But ultimately the coach gets blamed, just an FYI. So, I, and again, I don't think in any way, shape, or form Coach Guard's on the hot seat right now. But going into next season, there is going to be a raised level of expectation, certainly. Absolutely. But especially if they don't make the tournament. If they make the tournament, 
Uh, suppose they win tonight, beat Minnesota, and win a couple of games in the Big Ten tournament. And you go out with your last five games being four and one, and you say make it to the second, you know, the second game of the tournament. Is that then considered a failure for being picked 10th? I don't think so, right? So there's still the ability to kind of grab this thing, snatch it out of the fire a little bit, and turn it way down going into the next season. And that could happen. Then again, you get blown out tonight. You get blown out by Minnesota. You lose in the first round of the tournament. Complete, it, it, it gives you a completely different narrative. So it all starts, uh, all starts tonight. Hopefully a good showing against the Purdue Boilermakers. Uh, 877-867-1670. If you want to find us, feel free. Um, Robert says, hey, Bill, I agree. The uh, comparisons of Aaron and Brett, the blame that Rodgers lost uh, these big games is ridiculous. Reason I won't be uh, upset if Rodgers is traded is because I don't think an aging Rodgers, Matt LaFleur calling shotgun and enough uh, and end of rounds with Lazard on fourth and two and Joe Barry running a defense. There is no way we are going to uh, get to a Super Bowl. Getting to the Super Bowl is a team effort, needing the, needing the other players around you. I want some draft picks if we are going to suck anyway. Um, Vincent says, I think Detroit takes a step back. Going to be uh, too much pressure on them because everybody thinks that they are on the rise. Uh, I would be careful with that. And then the question came up earlier. This is from Chuck who says, if Carter drops to the Packers in the draft, you pick him. Don't forget, in addition to any possible legal issues he has in Georgia, he will face discipline from the NFL, which could severely limit his availability to the team that picks him. Uh, no, he, no, that's erroneous. Um, he was not in the NFL, therefore he is not subject to NFL discipline. So I, 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 th I think I'm correct in that. If you are not in the NFL PA, then you are not subject to NFL discipline. Because Joe Mixon didn't sit out. Joe Mixon was coming off of that ugly video punching that girl in that restaurant. He didn't sit out, did he? I mean, correct me if I'm wrong. If I'm wrong, I'm wrong. I'll admit that. But I don't think Joe Mixon sat out. Uh, Zach says, let's not forget, we'd go five to eight minutes without scoring under Bo Ryan as well. Yeah, I mean, it happens to teams. It just does. The, but here's the thing. You, you have to have – there has to be a guy or two collegiately that pulls you out of the fire, that you just have that reliability that they're going to take two or three shots they may miss, but eventually they get hot again, and suddenly that guy brings you back. Uh, you could always rely upon the fact that you could always go low – to, to Frank, you know, you could always go low to Frank Kaminsky and you were always going to get yourself a bucket or you were going to get a putback, right? So you always have, even with Bo during that stretch run, they didn't have many areas in which they failed, but they would fail, but they'd also make it up at the defensive end. They were a very tenacious defensive team and it, it was ugly. I mean, they'd win games ugly. They talked about Wisconsin's prowess via defense to make games ugly. It was, you remember there was a criticism, there was a criticism of Wisconsin was just winning games and people were just ripping Wisconsin because of the style that they play. They slowed it down. They made it ugly. It wasn't fast break basketball, but you, you play to your strength. And if you don't have consistent shooters, 
you know, then you got to slow the game down. You don't want to get into a running up and down game, taking shots and falling behind by double digits and trying to climb your way back when you don't have shooters to do it. So that's what you do. You make it an ugly game. But yeah, you're right. You know, there were, there were times Bo's teams would, would, uh, would, would certainly slow the game down, make it an ugly game, and go without scoring for a longer period of time. Uh, 877-867-1670. If you want to find us and want to chime in, the phone lines are wide open. We haven't taken a lot of calls today. And I've actually had some calls, and I actually, uh, for whatever reason, uh, they, they jumped off. But if you want to chime in, you can that way. Um, this one's from Will, who says, uh, Goody put a lot of distance between LaFleur and his scheme. Uh, that coach isn't going to get this done. I see us sitting here next year looking at the top one, two, or three pick, and Rogers calling it quits. Um, see, I... I think I, I don't think you're as far away as some of you are making us out to be. I just don't. I just don't. I I think you you get another good defender up front in the trenches, you pick up a safety, you're right back where you were defensively. What's what's changed? You're you're still a good defense. Now, you can point the finger at Joe Barry, that I agree with. But you still got a good defense. You're going to get Rashawn Gary back. You're going to get Stokes back. You're going to have a little depth. You know, your safety position is still an area of concern. I agree with that. But the only guy you're losing up front, unless, of course, you just decide that Jerron Reed is not coming back either, but, you you know, um, Dean Lowry. But, I, you know, Devontae Wyatt looked to be ready to take that position over, so you need to add depth. So, defensively, I don't think you're that far away. Offensively? We've already talked about it. I, I, nothing changes, whether you have Rodgers or Love. Nothing changes. You need weapons. You need more. So you're – I mean, my priority of draft is probably a tight end, um, more defensive pressure, pass rush up front, a wide receiver or two, and then safety. Everything else, you're pretty much okay. I mean, anytime you get a mass amount of injuries per position – yeah, it's going to always hurt you. I get that. But that's with any team in the NFL. So I don't think – I don't look at this team as a team that's really bad. I think coaching, quarterback, and a, a defensive philosophy that was poor last year screwed you up. And, you know, again, I, I – he, uh, he says tight end. I, no, that's, the first, that's, that's number one on my list, Vincent, is tight end. I said that first. Tight end. You need a pass-catching tight end. And if that's Mayer out of Notre Dame, get him. If not, you've got a good depth of tight end in this draft. But 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 I'll say this. Uh, just because you have a depth of tight end, don't be afraid to get one right away. That's it. You know, I, there's so many general managers that say, well, it's such a deep draft. And then, you know, tight end will go. And you'll be like, that's okay. I'll get him in the, th- in the second or third day. And all of a sudden, all the good ones are gone. And it's because you kept thinking, oh, I'll get another one. With 32 teams, they could grab seven tight ends, and the tight end depth is gone until it comes back around to you. You take the best available player. 
it's a tight end, take him. If it's, if, if it's a tight end, take him. If it's a defensive player up front, take him. Whoever is sitting there, unless, of course, you're trading and you're going back and you're getting a massive haul, tra- take him. That's how Ted built this team initially after um, he took over as the general manager from Mike Sherman by taking the best available. He took the best available. It was Aaron Rodgers. He took Nick Collins. He took Clay Matthews. He took all these guys. He took the best. That, that's what was available, you know? And um, I, I really believe because your offensive line is solid, you, you still need a right tackle. You know, you're probably going to have to either draft or pick one up. But your, your offensive line, if Bakhtiari is back and his offseason has been good and he's healthy and he's the knee issues are now in the past, if all of that's in the back, then, yeah, you're, you're right. You know, you're good on the offensive front. you got a good tandem in the backfield. You've got good up-and-coming wide receivers. You just need more for depth. But all of that, you know, so I, I don't think you're as far away as you, a lot of people think you are. Just, just saying. Um, you want to chime in? Call us. Uh, otherwise, got some emails to get to when we come back and continuing on this. Um, you know, and it's just kind of all over the place today. I uh, got uh, one regarding the Brewers coming up. Uh, we haven't talked much Brewers baseball hardly at all, as a matter of fact. And uh, the Brewers back at it again today. Christian Yelich is in the lineup today, which is good. Playing in a few games. Um, and we got uh, we got a couple of bucks uh, emails to get to some thoughts there. Stay tuned. We got a whole lot more of the Bill Michael Show coming up this portion of the program. Brought to you by our friends at the Four Seasons Island Resort. Right now at the Four Seasons, uh, you need to get a hold of Barb B A R B. Get a hold of Barb because they are looking. If you're looking for uh, a, a job, if you're looking for uh, not just a job, maybe a career, but they're looking for people summer wise. Summer wise, the Four Seasons. Uh, they're looking for good people, and you could be one of them. And they're paying right now. Um, they're hiring right now, and uh, they're paying some uh, good amount of money. But in addition to that, it's a great summer job. So they're also paying for internships. So if you're looking for fun, if you're looking for an exciting career, you want to join the team at the Four Seasons Island Resort in Pembine. I love this place. They're adding to their culinary team. If you're a chef and you want to just kind of have your way with the menu, you can do that. If you're somebody that's studying culinary, you can go there, and they'll pay you to do it. If you're looking for an internship, they're going to pay you to do it. And also, they're offering benefits in medical, dental, vision, 401K, PTO, plus perks on top of that. You can email your resume. Get a hold of our girl, Barb, to the4seasonswisconsin at gmail.com. The4seasonswisconsin at gmail.com. Again, the4, F-O-U-R, seasonswisconsin at gmail.com. And don't forget, paid internships also available for mostly the uh, culinary programs. So if you're looking to uh, maybe enhance your skills, go to a place that could give you some opportunities. It's the Four Seasons Wisconsin. So get a hold of them right here, right now. Covering Wisconsin sports like a blanket, this is The Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. I'm Gina Della from Pella. Unparalleled service from beginning to end. That's the Pella promise. 
And it all starts with a free consultation right in the comfort of your own home. Don't imagine. See for yourself how Pella can help change the beauty and curb appeal of your home. Or visit one of our three showrooms where you can experience the latest in technology and design innovations, like the new hidden screen, exclusively at Pella. Don't wait. Visit PellaWI.com today. Welcome back. Good to have you. Bill Michael Show. Hanging out with you on a Thursday. Enjoyable day. I uh, just got one of those uh, other announcements. Uh, Evo, are you getting all the weather updates out in uh, Madison? Because I don't think you guys are really in this uh, the, the weather zone, are you, or are you? I'm going to be honest, Ben or uh, Bill, I don't do what Ben does and sit around looking at the weather app. I have, I have no clue. <laughs> I get <in> the, uh, <laughs> I have no idea. I'm looking at it right now for the first time, probably this week. It's just looking okay. like it's it's just cloudy. Not not much sun. That's about it. A little cold. Okay. Well, I guess whatever is supposed to hit is supposed to hit overnight tonight, and then get to us tomorrow or something like that. But uh, I just got another one of those. Yeah. What's it like over you know, by you? Um. Right now it's cloudy. It's the same, but it's supposed to. I guess whatever this storm that's going to be going through the Midwest is, if it pushes north. We could get a little bit of rain, or we could get snow. If it if it stays south, we could get nothing. But it was funny because I woke up this morning, and one of the uh, meteorologists, I won't say who, said, oh, we could get an inch, we could get oh, 12. Oh, God. <laughs> there you go. Okay, is it me, or is the weather been the most – well, everything in the news cycle is more, you know, more dramatic and dramatized and just like – pushed in your face more and more but has the weather been the most the biggest culprit of all of that of like every storm is a death storm now yeah it's been really 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 unpredictable uh for lack of a better term it just has it's um it's it's really weird because a lot of these storms i mean they've kind of nailed it i mean you know sometimes they say the storm's coming and we've gotten a little bit more than what we were expected or a little bit less but it's it's been kind of on the nose there's been a couple, though, where they just say, whatever track it takes, we just don't know. Uh, you know, because I'm sitting here, I was watching during the, uh, the break, and they, you know how everything's on your phone now, so you can click on it, and it's the update, and it says, you know, the, we've got two different storm tracks. There's a UK storm track, and I guess there's some kind of weather computer model from someplace there, and then there's another one from here, and there's another one from in our backyard, and uh, the storm tracks are all different, and it you know it's like okay. So in other words, you have no clue. I, th- I always I'll say this: it's the easiest job in America. I mean, I'm sure the schooling's yeah. hard, but once you get to that point, easiest yep. job in America, easiest job. Uh, easiest, uh, and yet uh, the job that when when stuff breaks, you get the absolute positive most time. And I I was told this. I don't know. Did you ever work in a newsroom? For for like TV news? No, no, no. Uh, TV news, radio, I worked at a news station and uh, radio's the same thing, but, uh, the, the motto always was you win with weather. Uh, if weather is coming and a place that I used to work years and years and years ago, they used to turn up the sensitivity on the radar. So if rain was coming and heavy rain was coming, they'd go bloop and make it from yellow to red. And they'd say, this is a big storm. This could turn into and blah, 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 blah. And then just as it got there, they turn it down and go, okay, you know, it's backed off a little bit. Where, but it was to get you freaked out 
So you would pay attention to them because they were the ones that were predicting the death, uh, doom and destruction. And then it would they would freak you out. You tune in. And then at the very last minute, it was like pulling the rug out, going, okay, boy, we, we, we're dodging a bullet here. We're the first to report that this is not going to be nearly as bad as we originally predicted, blah, 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 or at least we thought it would. And that's what they used to do. The, the news director would tell them to do that yeah. back in the weather department. They, they'd turn it up and tweak it just enough to freak you out. And uh, as a matter of fact, one of the other stations caught on to it, and their motto was, uh, after a while, was be prepared, not scared. <laughs> And they they caught on, and then that, that's when it all kind of ended. Uh, but yeah, the motto was always "win with weather." Man, that's the motto now. It's like, all right, let's ramp it up as much as we can. Let's get these people scared out of their minds. That's news everywhere in general. But uh, Bill, I, I know you'd posted this before, especially with like the, like the, the hailstorms coming or whatever a while mm-hmm. back. A lot of the news, it's like, okay, you can operate a green screen. Why do they always end up drawing like a a, a male anatomy part? <laughs> Like, why does it always end up looking like kind of like, you know, right, right? Because they're just trolling us. They're trolling. Yep. I've always thought because if the bad weather's coming, they just want to come out on the air and go, hey, you're about to get effed. That's it. But there's always one coming right at you. You know, there's always one that's on its way. I don't know why. It just is. Uh, yeah, no, I, I, so I didn't know what it was like out there. I didn't know if Madison was part of this, you know, could be, maybe, could be, maybe not, uh, who knows, not quite sure type of, type of, you know, death storm that's coming. So, uh, 877-867-1670. If you want to hit us up, please feel free. Uh, again, 877-867-1670. Um, this one is from, uh, Jerry. Jerry says, uh, Hey guys, uh, the bottom line is that they want to scare you into believing the world, the end of the world is coming. Therefore, you have to watch their network. That's the way news and weather have always been. I do like the ones that just kind of report it, but I do like the more in-depth uh, weather reports when it comes to explaining why things are beginning to happen so I have a better understanding as to who I'm watching. Uh, some of the meteorologists are just pretty to look at, and they don't seem to have much sense. That's from Jerry. Jerry, you know what? It's not just meteorologists. You know, there's a lot of uh, people in in the industry uh, and you can pick it male or female. It doesn't matter um, that are really uh, intelligent. I mean, they're really well spoken. They're really uh, they're knowledgeable. And that's what you pay attention to. I, You know, I, people talk about women in sports and stuff. I look at Susie Colbert. I, I think she's fantastic. Sage Steele on ESPN, I think is fantastic. Uh, Aaron Andrews. Uh, Stacey Dales, I, I think Stacey Dales is positively one of the best. Um, when I've sat down and just had a chance to chat with her, and there are some, you know, I mean, there's guys that are in the the sports industry that they they weren't in the sports industry to begin with. It wasn't their passion, but because they needed somebody to fill that spot, they put them there. And there's some guys that don't even know the lingo, so to speak. Um, you know, it's it's like you always tell when somebody doesn't really do it for a living instead instead of saying, you know, hey, the team got blank one zip or something like that. They'll go, they'll look at you and they'll go, and they won one to zero. It's like, nobody says that. Nobody says that. And you can always tell, you know, and then you're kind of like, okay, you roll your eyes. Okay, whatever. Uh, 877-867-1670. Uh, hit us up. Um, Let's see here. He said, I just watched uh, Ryan Hall on YouTube. He is the most accurate weather, and he does live stream uh, during severe weather as well. Oh, okay. Who's Ryan Hall? Ricky, tell me who Ryan Hall is. And I apologize. If he's somebody in the area that I don't know, then I, I, I maybe I don't watch the state. I don't watch a ton of news. 
So I do watch a couple of local stations on the continuous. Um, but I, now I'm getting other people saying 100% Ryan Hall's the guy to trust. Who's Ryan Hall? I got to look him up now. Ebo, is Ryan Hall, is he out in Madison? I have, I have no idea. <laughs> I have no clue. I don't. I don't watch the. I don't watch any of the news. Really, it's just, I, you pay. You pay attention to Jocko, and that's about it. Yep. Right. Yep. And I, I know. Uh, depending on how white his teeth is, means how much snow we're going to get, or something. <laughs> He's a good guy. Uh, Ryan Hall. Um, and I got to look now. Uh, Ryan Hall, the internet's weatherman and YouTuber. He's out of Kentucky. And he does weather all over the country. Ryan Hall, y'all. That, that's what his that's what his handle is. Ryan Hall, y'all. And he does uh t- okay. There's a guy out of Canada uh, named Frankie that I know of. He's hilarious. He's like he okay. just screams into the mic about weather. It's funny. <laughs> so okay, Ryan Hall. He's a YouTuber. Didn't know this. There you go. Thank you very much. Uh, let's do this. We're way off topic. We're talking weather, which uh, we should probably bring a meteorologist in at this point. No, we we're just as good right. as they are, Bill. It's fine. It's fine. Right? Uh, okay. We're just as Although I, I will say this, buddy. Our, our guy, Drew Burgoyne, have you seen uh, Drew Burgoyne doing his, uh, his uh, big garbage can thing? He does it everywhere. He goes in and does it for school kids and all that stuff where he throws the dry ice and he mixes stuff and oh, then it goes, yeah. poof. Yeah. Yeah. And he's he's like he's like Mr. Wizard now, man. He's all over the place. See he, a weatherman he, or a magician? He both. both. I trust the, I trust he, the magician. He can make your magically your weather magically appear. There you have it. Uh, let's do this. We're gonna step out, take a quick break. We got more of the Bill Michael Show next. Covering Wisconsin sports like a blanket. This is the Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. Hey, our friends at Boondocks Barbecue Burgers and Brews, they're expanding. As a matter of fact, they got some uh, they got some plans. They're going across the street. They're going to have a shop across the street, a bakery across the street. They're they're building it out right now. Uh so it's going to they're expanding over there. Doing a lot of good stuff. They have Easter brunch coming up. I can't believe we're talking about Easter. Already they got uh, Boozy Bingo. Uh and uh, that is taking place uh Sunday noon to 2. So they got the boozy bingo coming up. So if you're looking for, they had a big thing with um, a tasting of Old Smoky last night, uh, the Old Smoky Moonshines. So they had that uh, going on as well. They got a, a veterans charity ride coming up in June, benefiting Wisconsin Hero Outdoors. So uh, a lot going on there. So a lot of good stuff going on at Boondocks Barbecue Burgers and Brews, and uh, they're right there on County Road K in Oconomowoc. But look for them to expand, and uh, we might even be out there when they do the expansion. Might even be out there doing a, doing a few things with them. So looking forward to that. 877 867 1670. 877 867 1670. Let's see here. Uh, Vincent. Uh, no, not, I'm not going to go with that. Uh, this one's from, uh, from Jesse. Jesse says, uh, We were talking about the Bucks earlier. 
He said, I think the only competition of the Milwaukee Bucks is going to be the Phoenix Suns. Uh, and that's what you're we talking about. He said, if Kevin Durant stays healthy, that's going to be a team to be reckoned with. Kevin Durant has always been a guy that throws the daggers at the Milwaukee Bucks. Had it not been for his toe on the line, the Bucks might not have won a championship. Everybody remembers that. I would love to see the Bucks beat the Phoenix Suns soundly and therefore put that to bed. Um, I, I just want to see the Bucks win again. You know what? Everybody, you, everybody remembers the champion and who hoisted the trophy. Everybody will say the Bucks only a couple of years removed from a championship, right? Nobody qualifies it by saying, but had it not been for that toe on the line, you know what I mean? You just remember the champion. So I, I'm, I'm not overly concerned about that, but I, I agree with you. For the base, or basketball aficionado, those that are buried deep into the annals of, uh, of basketball, then, yeah, I guess you, know, you can probably say you'd love to see them beat Kevin Durant and the Phoenix Suns and do it soundly, and therefore you walk away with the championship. But I, I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not worried about that. Uh, William says, Keyshawn Nixon is the priority at this point. Well, bringing him back, yeah. You finally found the return man. <laughs> you know, you finally, after all this time, you know, you all, you finally found a return guy that can actually get it done, that has a sense. And just from watching Keyshawn Nixon this past year, it was, I, I don't know how to explain it. It's not like he's got 4-2 speed, okay? But there are guys that you see, especially when you sit in the press box and you're higher up and you can kind of see it happen. There are guys that just have a gear, you know? They can kind of bait you into a certain speed and an angle, and they can look at you and go, okay, I got you here, and now I'm going to kick it in. And you don't have the ability to recover. And therefore, they can get past you. Or they've got an elusivity to them. That's Keyshawn Nixon. Um, and that's You know what? When Christian Watson gets in the open field, that's Christian Watson. He does it effortlessly. And just goes. He's got just a, he's got a glide and a gear, man. And he does it without effort. It's not like he has to bury his head and off he goes. He just does it. It just happens. But I, uh, I, I agree. I, I think he's probably the best return guy. People are bringing up Desmond Howard. Desmond Howard was good, yeah. But I, the last guy that I remember that had elusivity was probably Alan Rossum. Just, just from from years gone by and watching, Alan Rossum had a had a, an ability to get upfield. You know, um, so I I'm uh, that's probably the last guy that I really looked at and said, boy, he always had an opportunity to break one. Now Keyshawn Nixon did, and you knew it was about to happen. You could just tell he was just he was he was right there on the cusp. But Alan Rossum was one of those guys years ago that you he was just dependable. And you always knew. It wasn't whether or not he was going to break one. You always knew that he was going to give you field position that was going to tip the field in your favor. Very rarely did Alan Rossum, you know, get nailed at the five. You know, I mean, it just, it, it just didn't happen. He was always out to the 20 or beyond if he chose to bring it out. And he was just that good. He had a knack at it. So Keyshawn Nixon, kind of the, kind of the same thing. Um, this is, uh, from Brewer Mike, uh, and Brewer Mike says, um, with Christian Mielich playing early in spring training, what do you think that means? Most superstars take a couple of weeks off before they actually put themselves into the lineup. Um, 
Well, I can say maybe on one hand he just feels really good and he feels like he's ready to go, you know. Uh, I if, if I'm Craig Council, I'm not going to say no. If my guy that has struggled the last couple of years wants to play and feels it's going to be necessary for him to get ready for the season, I'm all for it, you know. I'm, re- I'm ready to go. Let's do it. Throw him into the lineup. See what happens. Good with that. So I, I don't think it, there's I, – I, I'm not looking for some deep, dark meaning behind any of this. I'm just saying if, if Christian Yelich says, hey, I'm, throw me in there. Let's go. Let's do it. Then I'm all for it. Maybe it could be as well. Um, maybe it could be something to the uh, effect of he feels like he matches up really well against what whoever he's facing. Or maybe he just feels like, hey, my swing's in a good spot. I've tried a few things. Let's try this. You know, I mean, whatever. Uh, but I there is absolutely positively no – short of maybe taking a fastball to the, the ribs or something, there's no downside to this. There's no downside to getting extra swings and extra live looks in spring training, right? Um, Chris says, what do you make of Rashad Bateman's uh, tweet? Oh, from the Baltimore Ravens? I didn't see the whole thing. Um, he called out their GM, uh, Eric DaCosta, uh, about the team's disappointing. Uh, it was it was something about the disappointing draft class of pass catchers or something like that. I can't remember what he, what he said specifically. Um, and I remember uh, Rashad Bateman basically called him out, saying something about stop pointing the finger at us, uh, blame the one you let do this or something like that. Um, so I, 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 I'm, I can't remember how it went, but I couldn't remember if he was actually paying attention to and pointing the finger at more Lamar Jackson uh, on all of this, or if I, I, I didn't, I didn't follow it. Um, I just know that I'm just pulling it up now. So Bateman, who was a first round pick by the Ravens back in 2021, tweeted. How about you play your team, your your players' strength, and stop pointing the finger at us and eight? Blame the one you let do this. We take the heat 24-7. Keep us healthy. Care about us. See what happens. Ain't no promises, though. Tired y'all lying and capping on players for no reason. And um, Arizona Cardinals wide receiver Marquise Hollywood Brown, who also asked, to be traded from the Ravens in 2022, replied to Bateman's tweet with let him cook. Bateman then deleted the tweet about 40 minutes later, posting my apologies with an emoji, uh, two people hugging. Neither the Ravens or Bateman uh, have responded. Um, I, I, you know, I, I guess at the Combine, uh, DaCosta, their GM, said if I had an answer, that would probably mean I would have some uh, better receivers. We're going to keep swinging. There have been some guys that have been successful players for us that were draft picks. Uh, we've never really hit on the all-pro type of guy, which is disappointing, but it's not for lack of effort. In other words, he's saying, look, we haven't, we haven't found the great receivers, and the receivers took offense to it. So, And you know what? And th- this is the other thing. When you look at the Ravens, and you know, to a certain extent, we talk about the, the Ravens, and Lamar Jackson, and when Lamar Jackson, I, I've always said that Lamar Jackson, now he says, you know, uh, put the blame where it is, and then he says hating on us and hating on eight. Is he talking about a better offensive line? 
Like they need a better offensive line because, you know, it, it goes hand in hand. We talked about this earlier. Did Rodgers make Christian Watson better or did Rodgers get better because Christian Watson came on? I think it's, it, it goes hand in hand. The better a receiver gets, the better the routes are. The more he gets on the same page with the quarterback, the more the quarterback trusts, the more the quarterback throws in the football, and, and they learn each other. I, I think there's a, it all goes hand in hand. Uh, Lamar Jackson, to me, he's, he's an incredible runner and athlete. He's not the most accurate passer. Um, he, it's almost like he looks to run first. So when you talk about a guy like Rashad Bateman, uh, who was it? Uh, 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 Devin Duvernay, uh, Demarcus Robinson. Uh, I mean, even when they, they picked up Sammy Watkins, even Sammy Watkins, you know, when these guys are out there, and now, granted, Lamar Jackson didn't play with Sammy Watkins at the end of the season. Watkins was still playing with uh, uh, Tyler Huntley. But Lamar Jackson looks to run first. He just does. And always has. So I I don't I just I, I think he's a good quarterback, but I don't think he's great. So I you know, maybe they don't have the greatest of weapons for him, and, and maybe that's what they need to go do. And that's been really outwardly, perceptually, the outward criticism towards the, the Baltimore Ravens was like, look, this guy would be a lot better, a quarterback, and he wouldn't be getting killed if you got him better receivers. And the receivers are taking offense to that. But part of it is, is that he looks to run first, you know? 877-867-1670. Uh, got another segment yet to go. Stay tuned. whole lot more of the Bill Michael Show next. Covering Wisconsin sports like a blanket, this is the Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. Jeff, what was the final stride home that had you call Pella? When I walked into my son's room and there was frost on the hardware on the inside of the house. My wife was getting upset with the drafts coming through the doors. That was it. Putting new windows and doors in your home is a big decision. With all the options that Pella has, everybody on your staff has done a great job of making a really difficult decision super simple. And I can't wait to have them in my house. Order today and get 0% interest for 48 months. Visit PellaWI.com today. Welcome back. Doesn't matter where you are, what you're going to do. Our buddy Kirk can set it up at Land and Cruise Vacation and Cruise Planners. Uh, They got it going on. Call them 262-344-0697. 262-344-0697. If you're looking to get away for a weekend, if you're looking to get away for a week, if you're looking to take a cruise, going to an all-inclusive, going overseas, or just getting the family together at a uh, big vacation resort somewhere, whatever it happens to be. Call them, 262-344-0697. The best part about it is that uh, you can put a little deposit down. You can pay it off as you go. You can finance the thing if you choose to do so and go in that direction. Maybe it's the, the trip of a lifetime and you're tired of waiting. Go ahead and get a hold of them, 262-344-0697, 262-344-0697. It's Kirk and the gang over there at uh, Land and Cruise Vacations. Cruise planners, cruise planners, get a hold of them. They're good, good people, good stuff. Um, tomorrow we wrap things up for the, uh, the week long broadcast, uh, of, uh, just stuff 
Maybe over the weekend we're going to find out. Maybe the next 24 hours we find out if Aaron Rodgers has contacted the Packers and said, I'm ready to come back. Um, the uh, I, This is just uh, – it's going back and forth and back and forth and back and forth uh, on Twitter and Facebook and all that kind of stuff. Uh, so Bart says, um, you just want to throw away a first-round pick in the trash. It's obvious that, you, uh, that you're a fan of Rodgers uh, and not the Packers. Uh now, if you trade them away and you get picks for them, let's just say you do that with Jordan Love. That's not throwing them away in the trash. Just an FYI, you're not gonna you, you're not gonna let them walk away and get nothing, okay? Um, but then this is the comparison: Rogers sat for three years behind Favre, and look how he turned out. Well, yeah, but Rogers was also projected to be the first pick overall. It was either him or Alex Smith. Nobody was even thinking of Jordan Love during this draft. Nobody. Was he on your was he on your radar? Were you sitting there on draft night in the first round when we're all hunkered down, we're watching pick by pick go by, and the commissioner comes to the podium and you're thinking to yourself, God, let it be Jordan Love. No. No. The only reason we weren't thinking about Aaron Rodgers at the time was because you had Brett Favre. And then when you got when you got Rodgers, you're like, oh, there's the heir apparent, because he was already projected to be number one overall pick. It's not apples to apples; it's apples to oranges. Jordan Love has progressed. How much we don't know. You don't know. Um, this is from Greg, who said it's Jordan Love time. Let's be honest; he's ready to go. He's proved it. Craig, what the hell are you smoking? He proved what? That he could throw nine passes in a game against the Eagles in the end of a ball game when they're playing a softer zone coverage? I mean, what? I'm not knocking a guy. He did a good job. But I'm just saying that, man, don't don't get out over your skis, dude. You know, again, even Brian Gutekinds has stated, you don't know if he can win. You, you don't know that. And, yeah, he's probably going to take his lumps the first year, and then you're going to have to wait for the next year after that. And by then you've committed the contract. And if he's not the real deal – then what? You know, so I, the Packers know what they have in him. They know. They would not be entertaining the idea of the return of Aaron Rodgers so openly if they thought Jordan Love was by far ready to go. Now, Jordan Love did progress. For all accounts, for all intents and purposes this year, many, many things. Many, many things that he took step forwards. His confidence level was there. He was more reactionary than he was Reed. Uh, he got rid of the ball quicker. There was a lot of things that he grew up and, and did well, you know, but he did well in a very, 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 very small window. So you don't really know. And, and Gudikins hit it on the head. He said, yeah, I mean, he looks like a quarterback, talks like a quarterback, walks like a quarterback, but so have a lot of quarterbacks. Until you win, you don't really know. Some guys you can just tell. Some guys you're just like, yep, you put the right people around this guy. This guy's got it. You knew that with Rodgers. I don't know that with Jordan Love. You wait and see, you know? Just like they thought Trey Lance was going to be all that in a bag of chips, right? You can talk about many quarterbacks that have been drafted. They've been given opportunities. And then in the biggest of moments when they finally said, okay, it's your time to shine, 
we've groomed this guy, we've groomed this guy, we've groomed this guy, and then all of a sudden you look at him and you go, oof. Zach Wilson, first number one, number one pick, or first round pick by the Jets. Zach Wilson. And now the Jets are sitting there going, boy, if we can get Aaron Rodgers, which means Mike White, who played well before he got folded up like a like a bad envelope by the uh, Buffalo Bills. They had Joe Flacco as a backup to the backup, and then Zach Wilson. Zach Wilson was a first, was it was a first round draft choice. You put all those eggs in that basket. You're all ready to go. Nah, he's not the guy. No, he's an ass. He's an idiot. He looks like a quarterback. Walks like a quarterback. Throws like a quarterback. Got a big arm. Got all the intangibles. He's got speed. He's got athleticism. But he's an idiot. Mike White played well, and he got folded up. So, and they're still looking for a quarterback. They've been through two first round quarterbacks in the last four years, five years. Can't get one. So you just don't know. Some guys, you know it. You can see it. Yeah, okay, that guy's got it. You know, you kind of knew Trevor Lawrence would, would be that guy. He would emerge as soon as you got him out from underneath the shadow of Urban Meyer and the train wreck that was. Because Urban Meyer had no business going near a professional football team. You know? Same thing. You're right. Nobody wants Jimmy Garoppolo. But Jimmy Garoppolo does nothing but win. That's it. Is he going to take it to a Super Bowl and win it? He hasn't yet. But in the last five, six years, he's been to more Super Bowls than Aaron Rodgers has. Again, proving you need the pieces around you to be able to do it. So I don't know. I don't know what he's going to be. Coming up tomorrow on the program, we, uh, well, we'll find out the great white death is going to grip us by the throat and throw us to the ground and kick us in the crotch. We'll find out about that. We'll uh, give you the update as to what happens tonight when the Badgers take on the Purdue Boilermakers and what their chances are now uh, of getting into the postseason tournament into uh, March Madness. Also, uh, coming up tomorrow, we'll start to uh, we'll take a look at the Bucks. We'll talk about what the Brewers do today. Maybe the darkness reveals even more from Aaron Rodgers, and he comes out and tells the Packers what he wants to do. Who knows? Got all of that coming up tomorrow, though, on the Friday edition of the Bill Michael Show. So until then, time for us to get out of here. Have a going. Hoop!